This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So you just heard Patrick Mahomes. He gave you seven strong innings. That's what I would say. Gave you seven strong innings, seven and a third, two hit ball, nine strikeouts, one walk, just a a solid outing. This is a playoff game, so we got to bring in our closer here. He's not just going one inning. He's going to give us, you know, the, the last five outs that we need to really bring it home here. Let's head to the phone line to be joined by our Odyssey insider, Peter King. With NBC Sports, for my money, he's the best sports writer covering the NFL. Peter King joins us on the show. Peter, appreciate your time today. Hey, no problem, Carrington. How you doing? I'm doing good, Peter. Let's start with this. You watched the game on Sunday between the Chiefs and the Patriots. A lot of the conversation here has been about Kadarius Tony. Something has already happened with Sky Moore. He is on the IR. He is out for the rest of the regular season. I'm wondering what you think is going to happen either Monday with Kadarius Tony or the rest of the season, just given his struggle so far this year. Well, I asked Andy Reid directly after the game, and he said, look, he's a young kid. He's a good kid. He's really, really talented. We want to work with him. Look, I, you know, I think this is a situation, Carrington, that in another year, if they had depth at receiver, including some speed, they'd probably deactivate him a couple of weeks. And I, I have no idea what they're going to do this week. I don't. I don't know how they feel deep down, but I think the other thing that bothers me about Tony is that, you know, after he was clearly offside, you can talk that it's a ticky-tack call or whatever, but, you know, he's blaming the refs and everything last week, late in the week, and then he comes out on Sunday. He hands an interception to the Patriots. It's just, you know, at some point – accountability has to happen. If I were the Chiefs, and again, you, you know, you've, you've got to have enough people to field a competitive team, and I get it. But if I were them, I'd think very seriously about deactivating him for a game or two. Something has got to click with this guy to make him a little bit more serious a football player than he is right now. And that's why, at least for the next three weeks, I want to see more of Richie James. And it's not that I think Richie James is some world-beating wide receiver by any means. I don't think that. But to what you're saying, I mean, we got three weeks left in the regular season, four weeks until the start of the playoffs, and you need to be in the point where you know who you can ride with and who you can't. And and, and I'm just not sure if you can do that with Kadarius Toney. We haven't seen a lot of Richie James this year. He just hasn't been on the field a whole lot. So I, I am just open to at least giving it a chance, giving it a try, see what happens. It's funny, I was standing there outside the locker room Sunday in Foxborough with uh, Adam Teicher, you know, the the fine ESPN guy, and Vae Gregorian of the star, and we were talking, and and it's almost like 
Look, you know, they, they made the point, and I totally agreed with them, that, you know, on Super Bowl Sunday last year, when the game was over, you look around and you say, hey, no matter what happens, that trade for Kadarius Toney with the Giants, it's already paid off. It's fine. But now it's like he's giving back, you know, all that goodwill that, uh, that he had put in the bank uh last year in the Super Bowl against Philadelphia. So look, I I don't know what Andy Reid is gonna do, but I think they've got to give very serious thought to giving other people a shot who have not had much of one so far. Right now we're talking to Peter King here for a couple more minutes. Peter, I'm looking through the odds here, and Brock Purdy is the current favorite to win NFL MVP. I like Brock Purdy. I think that people were too hard on him in during the middle part of the season when they had some injuries, they couldn't run the ball effectively. And I was like, hey, he's going to be fine, but they got to get back to 100%. I just find it hard to believe that he is this year's NFL MVP. I understand that quarterbacks win the award, and this has been a down year for a quarterback, but just watching this entire season, he hasn't been the league's most valuable player by any means. Well, I would disagree with you on part of that. I think right now he's one of four or five guys who I think would deserve the MVP. I think Tyreek Hill might. Christian McCaffrey might, uh, Lamar Jackson might, and let's see what happens. Can can Josh Allen bring the Bills all the way back and get them to the playoffs, winning big games against very good teams? Uh, this is an interesting race for the MVP because it's the first time in my memory that you could legitimately say a non-quarterback deserves to win. And look, if let's just say for the sake of argument, okay, that uh, that the Dolphins come back and Tyreek Hill goes over 2,000 yards, which is still possible. Um, if that happens and it's clear that a really, really good offense is only really, really good when he's in the lineup, he's definitely going to get some – you know, some run from, from voters, but I'll tell you the reason why I think um, I, why I think Brock Purdy definitely is deserving. It's because everybody talks about the people who he has on his team, the great people around him. And you're absolutely right. That is a part of why they're good. And you might say that a lot of quarterbacks could do this. And if you do that, then you probably shouldn't vote for him. But the issue to me is he's incredibly accurate. He has had the best deep passing season of a quarterback in years, even though you don't think of him as a bombs away guy, leading the league by a lot in yards per attempt. Basically, almost every time he throws the ball, it's the equivalent of a first down. So I, I understand and I, and I can't stand on the table and say absolutely he's deserving. I think he's played so well overall that I could find myself voting for him in three weeks.
Last question here, Peter, and I'll get you out of here with this. Buffalo, to me, they are the prototypical team of 2023. Buffalo could win the Super Bowl. They also could miss the playoffs. Like one yeah. week, if one week you look at Buffalo last week against the Cowboys, and they were the most <clears throat> impressive team I think we've seen in the league this side of San Francisco. They also lost to the Patriots and the Jets this year. I, w- w- what do you make of Buffalo? How, how good do you think they are? What do you think their ceiling and their floor is? They kind of remind me of Alabama in college football to some degree. They got hot at the right time. The only thing is, if the if the NFL playoffs were the college football playoffs, uh, Florida State would won no matter how good they might be with a third-string quarterback. Buffalo is a little bit the same way. You know, Buffalo has rebounded very, very well the last three weeks or so. And now they look like one of the three or four best teams in football. However, you know, you're absolutely right. If they don't make the playoffs, they will, it will be very much deserved they'll be on the sidelines because you can't lose to a bad Jets team, even though that was the first game of the year, and you can't lose to a bad Patriots team. You just can't. And so to me, I think it would be justifiable. You know, if they miss the playoffs, because any team with six losses and maybe a seventh in the last three weeks of the season, complaining and moaning and, and you know, that, oh, my God, we should make the playoffs. If we then we could have done that. Well, this is an 18 week deal. And if you have a couple of bad runs during the course of the season, you deserve to not make the playoffs. And that is Peter King joining us on the show today. He is our Odyssey insider with NBC Sports. For my money, he is the best sports writer covering the NFL in the country. Peter, we always appreciate your time. Merry Christmas. Hey, thanks a lot, Carrington. You too. Absolutely. That's Peter King joining us on the show today. Always good to catch up with Peter King. Rob, I think that Buffalo is the most interesting team in the league right now because of how good they've been. I mean, their point differential. They are second, or excuse me, third in the AFC with point differential. I think the point differential is one of the best metrics that we have to evaluate how good of a team that you've been. So number one is Baltimore. Number two is Miami. Number three is Buffalo. Those are the three best teams in the AFC according to point differential. In the NFC, it's drastically different. San Francisco is one, Dallas is two, and then there's a pretty significant gap between Detroit and where they are as a team. To let you know about Philadelphia, remember, Rob, last year how I said, you know how hard it is to have 13 wins like Minnesota and have a negative point differential? Philadelphia is 10-4. and four. They only have a 18-point point differential, which really goes to show you how razor thins the margins for Philadelphia have been this season and how much they have been on the edge. I actually think that Philadelphia is probably appropriately coming down early on in the season. I thought it was pretty obvious that Philadelphia wasn't as good as they've been in years past, but you know how it is. Oh, they're winning. How can you criticize them? They won 18 of their last 20 games. Well, hold on. We're watching them though. This team doesn't look the same. They don't feel the same. They're not as sharp. They're not as crisp. I thought that's been obvious with Philadelphia. I think it's really starting to be apparent now, obviously, as things have turned and they've been losing. But even prior to this, the Dallas game, 
the first time, the home game. They probably should have lost that game. Very easily could have lost to Kansas City, could have lost to Buffalo. Like, they have been walking on this tightrope for the last six to eight weeks, and they eventually have started to topple over a little bit. But Buffalo, to me, is the most interesting team in the league. Just because of what their ceiling currently is, like where their ceiling is, also versus where their floor is. If the playoffs started today, Buffalo would not be in the thing about it. Like you could argue right now that Buffalo is the third best team in the AFC and also not a playoff team. There's no other team in the NFL that I think has that wide of a range. We'll keep this conversation going on the other side. Our guy Speck had a very interesting theory regarding the Chiefs. We'll play it for you. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. This is The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by the Deep Pasquale Moore Law Firm. Remember, Mike's got this. If you missed any of the show, catch up on the Odyssey app or at 610sports.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Kansas City, it's Trent McDuffie. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Back in on The Drive, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. Rob, I just saw, according to page six... Taylor Swift is planning on spending Christmas and New Year's Eve here in Kansas City. Both. Salute to her. Makes sense to me for Christmas. She'll be here for the game. We'll spend Christmas together and New Year's Eve. Taylor Swift lives in Kansas City. I don't know. What do you think they're going to do for New Year's Eve? Do you think they're going out? or do I think they're, they're doing in? something ex- ex- very, very private. Very private. I mean, they've done things where people know where they are, like the prime social night. Yeah, we, you, you didn't know until it was over, though. The, the average person did not know until fair. it was over. Yeah, you'll find out. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a if you know, you know scenario. And then the day after, we'll see a picture of them kissing each other at midnight. But yeah, that it is going to be. They are not going to power and light to celebrate New Year's Eve. They are yeah. going. They, they are going to someone's house. Or they are going somewhere very, very private that you, yeah. If it, it, it will be a if you know, you know situation when it comes to that. Uh, another quick side note about Kansas City. 
uh, restaurant week is coming up. I just got the email. Do you plan on participating in restaurant week? Yes, we are a couple that loves restaurant week, so we will be participating. What's your strategy when you go to restaurant week? Because, I mean, no disrespect to any local restaurant, but there's some restaurants on there I don't know if I would go during restaurant week, you know? Like, there's some places, to me, the value of restaurant week, you have to take full advantage. Capitol Grill is one of those places. Stock Hill is one of those places. Restaurant week, you got to take full advantage. I don't know I don't know if Jack Stack is a restaurant week kind of place to me. That's not where I'm going for restaurant week. That's like a Thursday dinner kind of place. That's not, that's not restaurant week. Here's how we restaurant week. I'm not saying we're right or wrong. We kind of fall into your category. We go to the places that are probably a notch or two above our regular date nights. Like we're not going to go to our regular, Hey, it's hula hands on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah, that makes we're, sense. we're thinking more 801 chop house type energy, but we also try to go to a place we've never been before. So you get a sampling of their food. And if you like it, you're more likely to come back a second go round. So like, we found a place last time we really enjoyed over in Martin City. So shout out to Restaurant Week for doing that. I went to Marina 27. I believe that's the name of the restaurant. Now, it was a drive. I mean, it was, I don't know how far away it was. Maybe I should have known. I thought it was like out by Longview Lake when I booked the reservation. I had no clue. But let me tell you, it was a long, long way away. But I really enjoyed it. Shout out to Restaurant Week, man. We need to do our own Restaurant Week segment here on the show. We might have... We might have more free time in January than we normally have. Like, we need to prepare for how we're going to handle restaurant week, you know? You're telling me that we might not have a uh, AFC title game to talk about? We might instead talk no, about... Not, you said that. I didn't say that. That's, I said... What did you we hear? We might have more free time than we usually have. That's what I said. And then you, of course, the way that you hear it, you took a negative in a way that I didn't take it. That's not at all what I said. You're putting words into my mouth, and I don't appreciate that. Coming up in just a bit, if you missed it, we'll replay our conversation with the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. You'll hear that in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll also be joined by Gabe DeArmond of Power Mizzou, because I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Missouri has been smoking recruiting the last couple of days. They got the number one offensive lineman in recruiting. Shout out to Caden Green, Lee Summit North. If you play at Lee Summit North, Missouri wants you to come to their school. They got him today. They got two four-star kids. One corner, one wide receiver. Rob, and they got a three-star defensive lineman. That's what they do. That's what Eli Drinkwitz does. That's what Missouri does. Ever since you stop holding up goofy signs, the world's taken off. Missouri is going to the college football playoff next year. I just want you to be prepared for it. They're not just going. They're going to host a game in the college football playoff next year. You know I have a very strict I'm not watching football outside that is a football game that I will watch outside. I will be at the college football playoff game when they are hosting Ohio State because they are the 10 seed and they are coming to Columbia in the first round of the college football playoff. I will be there. Are you going to be there? I, I won't be there. No. Thank you for the invite, though. I, I'll pass. Okay. I just didn't know. Oh, this is a good question. If KU made the college football playoff next year, just I just walk down this with me. If KU made it next year, where would they play their home games? Would they play it at Arrowhead or would they play it at uh, Memorial Stadium. I don't know where their September home games are. Booth? What do they, what do they the call booth. it? Memorial? I don't know where they're going to be playing their games in October, so I can't answer I, games I in February. I, I think it's going to be Arrowhead. I think it's going to be Arrowhead as well. So I would imagine if they get a home college football playoff game, it would be Arrowhead, but can you imagine if 
If we're going to dream this dream, we got to break in like two minutes. So who cares? Let's dream the we dream. We break again? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I don't know. The, <laughs> the clocks are all screwy. I had no clue. I thought we had, I thought we had until the top of the hour. <laughs> I thought we had. I was, I, I was really setting it up. I was ready to get going. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I thought, I was like, all right, I got till 440. Then I can, yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't know we had to, I didn't know. No, this is maybe the weirdest hour that we have yeah. ever had. It's certainly the weirdest one in a while. If anyone ever thinks, yeah, I think you guys record the show. This moment proves yeah, we don't. No, I thought, I, yeah, no. I mean, Patrick called in later. We had Peter King for seven minutes. I know it just threw me off. I apologize. But yeah, can, if we're gonna dream the dream, can you imagine if KU and Mizzou both make the college football playoff, and for some reason KU hosts that game at Arrowhead again would be incredible for the city. Both of them are not going. One, no, one of the teams might go. I don't think that. I don't think that both of them need to go. I, I mean, don't think that Missouri seems like the surefire bet. I agree. No, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. Someone said, man, all you Missouri and KU people need to be fired. Between Bob, Rob, Kling with their KU obsession and CDOS delusional optimism, I need some K-State people on this station. Obviously, we see who isn't going to the college football playoff next year. I think that team's K-State. By the way, this show was the foremost Will Howard home in the get, fall. I'm telling you, we don't oh, get enough on. credit for all the love we showed K-State this year. We really don't. We don't get nearly enough love. We had Deuce Vaughn on 10 times yeah. the season no, before. I'm saying we don't, we don't get nearly enough love. Chris Kleiman, the, fan of the show. I mean, what are we doing? For all the love that we showed K-State this year. It just doesn't count, man. Nobody, nobody gives us credit. No one respects the show. What do we need to do more to get more respect from the K-State fans? I think we might be the only show that all three fan bases hate us. All three. Oh, yeah. Missouri fans hate me. KU fans, I mean, I at least give them reason to hate me. I don't know if K-State fans hate me, but... They, they don't like me. They don't like you. Yes, I'm saying. <laughs> we, might, we might be the only show where all three fan bases just don't like us. No matter, no matter what. It, with no clue. No, no way to change it. Uh, we're still working on getting a Missouri player or coach to call into the show this season. Still, it's still, uh, still a goal of ours. We're running low. We're running out. Uh, no, we're uh, we're running out. I think Mizzou hating you does have something to do with that, but <laughs> no, it definitely could. It's definitely <laughs> possible. It's a hundred percent possible. All right, we'll get back to very serious things. We normally would now, but now we have to take commercial break. I don't know. This hour just doesn't make any sense. I can tell you at five o'clock we will replay our conversation with Patrick Mahomes, and we'll be joined by Gabe DeArm and PowerMizzou.com because Missouri is taking all your recruits. They have the best recruit in Missouri, the best recruit in Kansas, and the best recruit in Oklahoma and Arkansas. If you want to win championships come play at missouri it's the drive the drive with carrington harrison brought to you by the deepest quality more law firm remember mike's got this tune in every day right at two o'clock for your chance to win a free pizza free is my favorite kind of pizza listen and win right here on 610 sports radio we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. 
Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Download the Odyssey app and listen to The Drive with Carrington wherever you are. All right, I want to play something for you guys that Steven Spector had to say. I believe he was producing the morning show a couple days ago. He chimed in and he added this. This is the boss man, Steven Spector. I'm in the camp that I don't think they're going to get the one seed. Just mathematically, I think it's going to just be very difficult. It's going to require stop some help. using it's, math. It's, yeah. it's going to require some help for sure. I would sit Travis Kelsey the next three weeks. No, he's got to get the thousand yards, dude. He's what seventy yards now. What do you have? Twenty-five. Fine. Then, then get it in the first half on Monday against the Raiders and sit him. Give him three weeks. Give his body three weeks. Because if you talk about the ultimate goal of winning the AFC Championship and trying to win the Super Bowl. Their best chance is a healthy Travis Kelsey. No question. And he has not been healthy since August, plus four months of football. They don't need him to beat the Raiders. They don't need him to beat the Chargers who will have quit. Bengals, you know, we'll see. Certainly feisty. But their best chance of achieving their goal is to have their number one weapon with three weeks of rest. Now, I would say at the core, I don't think anyone disagrees with what Spectre's opinion was. If the Chiefs are going to do this and they're actually going to make a run in January, they are going to do it because Travis Kelsey is one of the better players in the National Football League. I think that is a belief that everyone can get behind. I think in practicality, the Spectre is being unrealistic. We know how football teams work. They are not sitting Travis Kelsey down for the next three weeks. Now, I will say this. I will be curious to see how the Chiefs operate if the one seed is off the table and it is the difference between being the two, three, or four seed. They still got a chance at the one seed. And if you still have a chance at the one seed, I think you owe it to yourself to really make a play for it and really try to do it. I'm not calling it now. If you're the Chiefs, you got to win all of your games. That's number one. So you got to take care of your own business if you want to be the one seed. So that's 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 step one. Take care of your own business. You need Baltimore to lose two of their next three games. They play three teams that we think could make the postseason. They play on the road against San Francisco. They play home against the Dolphins, and they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the Steelers, I don't think, are making the playoffs, but they obviously have a chance to make the postseason. So they play three playoff teams. Miami needs to lose one game. They play the Cowboys. They play at the Ravens. So one of those two teams have to lose, and then they play Buffalo down the stretch. I'm not saying the Chiefs are going to be the one seed. But it is certainly not crazy about Baltimore going one and two down the stretch and Miami also losing a game. So as long as the one seed is a realistic possibility, you do everything in your power to go for it. I also think that what could help the Chiefs right now as much as anything is playing with some momentum and starting to play well and starting to figure some things out. And maybe you only figure those things out through playing. 
Richie James just doesn't have a lot of reps, doesn't have a lot of opportunities. Maybe you're getting those for him over the course of the next couple of weeks. I don't 100% disagree with Spec, but I would say I think the most likely scenario is that Baltimore gets the one seed. That Baltimore loses to San Francisco. They beat the Dolphins at home. They beat the Steelers. The Baltimore Ravens are the one seed. And then after that point, it does not matter to me if the Chiefs are the two, three, or four seed. They will play a home game in the first round of the postseason, and I think they match up pretty favorably against any team that they could play in the second round, regardless of where it is. You got to think, you're not going to Buffalo in the second round because I don't think they're going to win their division. So you're not going on the road to the one place I'd be worried about going on the road to. I wouldn't be worried about going on the road to Miami. Wouldn't be worried about going on the road to Jacksonville. Wouldn't be worried about going on the road to any of those teams other than Baltimore, and you're not playing Baltimore in the second round of the playoffs. So I don't really think there's a big difference between the two, three, and the four seed. So if you get to that point, I would not play Travis Kelsey the last week of the season. I am kind of in the same boat as you. I, to an extent, agree with Speck. Conceptually, it makes sense to me. The Chiefs, I'm out on them being a Super Bowl team, but maybe, just maybe, if Travis Kelsey is at full strength and looks more like the guy from last season than he has from this season, I am more open to I'm wrong and this can be a Super Bowl team again. My problem with this notion, my pushback on this is, Carrington, I said the other day when I said, hey, would you avoid the Bills by me losing a game or trying to win a game? And you told me, quote, Rob, this isn't the 2022 Chiefs. This isn't the 2019 Chiefs. This isn't the 2020 Chiefs that rolled through the regular season. They're not good enough to worry about who they're playing and win. In that same vein, this team is not good enough to worry about, hey, we'll figure it out continuity-wise without Travis Kelsey. I would be worried that if you ice down Kelsey and bring him back into the fold, does that disrupt continuity and change game plans, this, that, and the other? This team has shown one thing consistently all year. They're just out of sync in some form or fashion. And I don't know taking a player off the field, icing him down for three weeks and bringing him back gets them in top form the best they can possibly be going into the playoffs. So I get it conceptually, and it probably works in Madden, but in real life, a team that has never seemed to flow or been in sync at any point can't really afford to be taking guys out of the lineup with the intent of just making them healthy, right? I'm going to say this, and I know that some of you are going to get mad that I say this because I would give myself a little bit of credit here, even though no one will give me credit. I believe that we have been talking about this on this show before anybody has been talking about it. I think it is maybe one of the little secrets that we know, but no one wants to discuss. On the ball that Travis Kelsey dropped in the end zone, I thought he looked old. I thought that in the moment. I think the younger Travis Kelsey makes that play. I think he attacks the ball more than he did. I thought he alligator armed it just a little bit, just a little bit. I don't think it was the business decision. Like, I don't think that Travis Kelsey is afraid of contact or trying to shy away from contact. But I think that is a ball that Patrick used to throw for Kelsey to go up and go get it. And I think Kelsey used to be able to go get it. I don't know if he can go get it anymore, at least not. Go back and watch that catch again, the one that he drops. He doesn't really jump up very high in that scenario. Like, he looked like Vince Carter 
at the end of his career. He can still dunk, you know. He's still, but you remember Vince when he was flying. You remember Toronto Raptors, Vince Carter. That was making 360 windmill. I thought he looked kind of old on that jump. I've heard from too many people on that sideline that Kelsey's laboring a little bit more. He's moving a little different. So I I think everybody agrees with Spectre about Kelsey and that you are not getting to where you want to go without a healthy version of Travis Kelsey. I, we are all on that page. How you get him as fresh as possible. And if you if if you as a team can't get a bye, giving Travis Kelsey a bye for the last for the last game of the season. I think is a really, really good decision if you were the Chiefs. And just letting his body, just give him a week off. Give him a week off. I understand the premise of it. I think you let him play and get his 1,000 yards and continue that streak, and then I think you get really, really smart about how you use him down the stretch, and you're not going to have a 100% Travis Kelsey at this point of the season, but having a fresh ready-to-go version of Travis Kelsey for the three potential games that you are going to have, I think is is priority, is is a really high priority for the Kansas City Chiefs over the next couple of weeks. So let me tell you guys what we got planned for the 5 o'clock hour. If you missed our conversation with Patrick Mahomes, we'll play that for you. We're also going to be joined by Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com, and we'll go through a banner day for the Missouri Tigers. Keep it right here. It's the drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 